Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast, your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and self-love. We'll feature a refreshing lineup of guests, including entrepreneurs, artisans, holistic lifestylists, clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. I hope that you join us for this amazing journey. Welcome back. We're going to finish up our conversation with B from The Honey Pot. We had such a great conversation last week that we couldn't just stop talking, that we had to make it two episodes. So this is the second part of our conversation. If you have not heard the first part, make sure you press pause right now. Go ahead, listen to the first episode. And if you're already caught up, here we go. So... I mean, I have like forty-seven questions in my in my head right now, right? And I don't have I don't have time for them all. Like this is I I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to have to bring you back for another episode That's fine. because That's there's fine. so there's so much for us to get into. But what I want to talk about is you is why when I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, their dream I want to get into the big box stores, I want to get into the Sephora's, I want to get into the Targets, I want to get into the Nordstroms. I, I, they want to get into these big box stores. Why mm-hmm. are we not thinking about and what and what's the downfall of us creating other avenues to reach consumers? Because you you mentioned something, clean products in general are the minority, right? So mm-hmm. if you're going mm-hmm. into a Target or a CVS, the majority of their products are full of toxins. And so when you kind of plop your product in there, you're different. The price points don't compare. Like, do we need other platforms to sell our products? Is trying to get into the big box stores the, a part of the issue, or is that the bread and butter you got to be at to win? I think that you need both. Okay. If you really want to scale your business, right? Like mm-hmm. for me, I always begin with the end in mind. My end in mind is I'm going to sell my company for a billion dollars mm-hmm. one day, right? But for the person that does not want to sell their company, for the person that wants to own their company and and it be a legacy brand like Sundial, but even Sundial knew that they had to go big box. Right. You know, a CPG company can you can do well online. You can do well in a bunch of indie retailers and just be selling direct to those stores, but you have to hustle very hard. If you want to be, you know, and this is just my opinion, if you want to be successful in the consumer packaged good industry, you need volume. Right. I mean, unless you, and and if you're, and, and that's mainly for if you're a skincare product, you know, but if you're a skincare product and your product costs $100, you know, if you have an SRP of $100 or $200 or $300, you don't need as much volume. But if your shit costs $9.99, $5.99, $6.99, $7.99, right, the, at, at suggested retail price, mm-hmm. you have got to be in big volume stores. You just have to be because mm-hmm. your product doesn't have, it doesn't have a low price point. The mm-hmm. higher your, your, your price point is, the less big box you have to be in. The lower your price point is, the more big box you have to be in if you want to really see something from it. Right. You right, know? Right. So, because it's, it's a volume game and it's a numbers game. And that's kind Absolutely. of, that's the way to get to the numbers. Absolutely. And, and, and then you, and then you can be flexible and say, I want to be on black and green. Right. Because now I'm not, I'm not reliant just upon black and green 
to to make the to push your volume. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to make the the hundred thousand dollars a month that I need to make in order for my business to be. Because let's think about that. If you want you, if you want to, if you want your company, if you want to make a million dollars in the year, right? You bare minimum got to be making sixty thousand dollars a month. Right. You want to make one point two million dollars in the year. You got to be making a hundred thousand dollars a month. You understand mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it just depends on your company. If, if that's not important to you, you can do whatever the hell you want. But for me, that shit is important to me. I have to feed my family. I have to pay my my employees. You know, I have I have other co-founders that have been down with me since the beginning and mm-hmm. haven't made a dollar. Like those things mean something, you know, and mm-hmm. you when you at when you have people that 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 ride with you like that, you have to be able to give them something at the end of it all that made everything at the beginning um, make sense. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, so it it just depends on your company. But for the kind of business that I'm running, I got to make money, man. Right. You know. Right. I got to. I got to. And that's how you do it. You see, you're, you're a black woman in a space where there aren't a lot of black women. How yeah. have you navigated that? But really, the question I'm really interested in is how have you kept your authenticity when people try to push you to be something different? Because I'm a human, man, and I'm who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I I get asked this question a lot. I mean, Manny, you were just talking about that before we got on here. Like, I don't think about the fact that I'm a black woman. Mm. Do you think that the the founder of Nivea or Dove is thinking about the fact that they're a woman or a man? No, because they have. Do you think that the conglomerate they have privilege the, the, is what I would say? Exactly. <laughs> that, but 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 so what? That's my. That's what I say to that. So what that they have privilege, right? Because at at some point they had to start somewhere, right? Right. Steve Jobs wasn't thinking, "Oh, I'm a white man." No, Steve Jobs was thinking, "I gotta get this. I gotta get this going. I have a dream, and I think that I can make this something." Right. Martin so, I mean, Zuckerberg so wasn't you, thinking that. You so, know? do you think that being so? You know, when we talk about privilege, right? It's simply, yeah. it's kind of this idea that in certain circles or in certain stances, you have you have a privilege. You have a leg up. Now, it doesn't mean right. that people who don't have that privilege can't get there. It just means that it might be easier. It might be easier for a white man to have conversations with a manufacturer. So do, you, so do you recognize that you don't have certain privileges, yet you've been able to be successful? I, I definitely don't have certain privileges, but I also, on, on the flip side of that, I'm, I am three years into a, a successful business when in the beginning people told me that I would never be able to make it. Mm. You know, four months, four maybe even three months before the target buyer emailed me, which that shit never happens, by the way. It happens, but it's very few and far between. Before the email, before the target buyer emailed me, I said I wanted to be a target. That was my goal. It doesn't matter what your race is. It doesn't matter what 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 sex you are. It does not matter. If you have a goal, if you have if you want to make something, if you want to be something, if you want you want to be a singer, a writer, a dancer. You want to own a company. You want to be the next Sundial. You want to be the next Tristan Walker, who's creating the the, the 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 yeah the mm-hmm. the 
I mean, Tristan Walker's goal is not Bevel. Tristan Walker's goal is to be the black Procter and Gamble. That's his goal, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't. His blackness matters, but really, what matters is, is being successful at doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. And I think that we we've been conditioned. Just because we don't have privilege. We did have to prove who we were. We, we suffered hundreds of years of slavery. You know, we, 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 we were subhumans. I mean, still are even considered to be so. But I just refuse to be put in that box. Right. I'm a human that wants to be successful. I'll tell that to a white person, black person, Asian person, whoever you are. It doesn't matter to me. Right. All that I see is my, is my North Star. I don't see nothing else. Yes, you know, and see, you're hitting on a point that um, I I love to talk about is that as an entrepreneur, if you are not confident in yourself yet, if you don't know who you are, and it's hard for you to kind of stand um, in your truth and kind of be well, it's hard to be an entrepreneur. Because you're gonna Absolutely. you're gonna hear a lot of people who tell you you can't be successful for this reason yeah. or that reason. You're gonna have this self doubt, and it's really hard to be successful if you haven't been on your path and your journey to be very comfortable in your skin, comfortable in how you show up, know who you are, and then try to start a, you know your company. And so I think that what we're listening to and what we're witnessing is someone who maybe has already done that work, who clearly was comfortable, who's confident, who can show up in a space and be like, this is who I am, you can take it or you can leave it. And I think that has really contributed to a lot of your success in business because you can be very transparent and very authentic and people relate to that. People relate to that because they they expect you to show up with I'm a, with, with, with an angry black woman attitude, mm. right? And and so you you have to show up like, dude. Let's just do this business. Like, right. what are we here for? You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It does not matter. And you, being being black people in business, we we have to get that shit out of our head. We have to be smart now. I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying don't understand who you are and mm-hmm. where you come from. That's not what I'm saying. I know where I am. I know where I came from. Right. I mean. My whole religion is based on my ancestor, right? But, but, but do not let that overcrowd. Don't let that be what you see. Don't let mm. that be what you talk about because mm. nobody cares. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody cares. Just be intentional. Be focused. Work hard. Do not think that anybody is going to give you anything extra because you're black or that they should. Because they shouldn't. Mm. They shouldn't. You have to work as hard for whatever it is you want to be in your life than anybody else has had to do in their life. Yes. And you cannot think because you're black or because you're a woman that, that you deserve some kind of respect. Because you don't. Why? Why should? Why? Why do I need to do that? Mm. You understand mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I understand. And it, have you ever shied away from disclosing you're black or you're a woman because of your concern to how people would perceive it? Or was that never even a point? Like, I am who I am. I'm a human. This is me. Get with it or not. You know, in the beginning, I didn't necessarily want to be, like, with air quotes, a black-owned company. Not because I wasn't proud to be black, but because I knew that my product wasn't just for black people. Right. Right. And sometimes when other races see your product and all they see is black people representing it, that they, they attribute you to that. Right. But now my headspace is in a different place. You know, 
Um, it's dope that we're a Black-owned company. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, Sundial just 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 had a had a major uh, influx of cash in the last year, and that major influx of cash came in as a minority investment stake, and that was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the fact that uh, they are a black owned business and they got like a $200 million investment and that $200 million bought a minority equity say in their company. That shit is sexy. Mm. Right. Mm. And so when I, when I think of black owned business, I attribute it to something like that. Right. Right. To that level of respect. Right. And to consumers, consumers thought that they sold out. They didn't sell out. They bossed up. Like, that shit was dope. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and so my idea of Black-owned business is is to be the Black-owned business. That obeyed capital is saying, well, let me, let me influx this $200 million worth of cash. And that $200 million worth of cash buys a minority stake in my, in my billion-dollar company. Like, that to me is amazing, right? But the idea of, for me personally, and don't take this the wrong way, the idea of me being a black owned business and only wanting to sell to black people, that's not what I see. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I mean, I think, but, and I know we talked about this a little bit. I think that everyone it's a has, place it's, for that. It's a place. That's it. Exactly. I think there's a place for that. And I think that the key is there needs to be a place for both. There needs to be a place for Black-owned businesses to exist and market to their greater audience. I think what it comes down to is authenticity and switching in your messaging. Thanks to our artisan for joining us. And now to our moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be. Be in your awareness, be in your truth, be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth, Finding your breath, and instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time, and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck, and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, and continue to cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. I hope that you enjoyed the meditation with Dr. Crystal. Sometimes we all need a reminder to just stop and take a break, stop and clear our minds, stop and be present. But now we're going to hop back into the conversation with our artisan.
I think right. with the Shea Moisture, their issue, I believe, was that it's they, they framed themselves in the beginning as a company for black women. I think that's how it was framed. I think then they wanted mm-hmm. to reframe themselves as being a company for women with curly hair. And that's not just right. black women. I right. think if Shea Moisture would have framed themselves as for women with curly hair from the beginning, they would have had no issues whatsoever. But I think when that's... Yeah, switched, but, you, but you don't know that in the beginning. True. And you that's understand? the hard part. But the that, customers are fickle. Yes. Customers are fickle in their... And their as they should be. Mm-hmm. As they should be, you know, but but most people don't know that Sundial is more than just Shea Moisture. Sundial is also Nubian Heritage, yep. right? And so, you know, like, th- I, you you and me are probably very close to age. We remember when Nubian Heritage couldn't be bought unless you bought that shit out of somebody's trunk. Yeah. Because you just had to know somebody that knew somebody that, that had somebody. it. Yep. Right? But, like, think of what, think of that to where they are right now. That is substantial. You know what I mean? Clearly, when, when you're when you're newbie in heritage, pre-shame moisture, when you're newbie in heritage and you're selling out the back of somebody's trunk, mm-hmm. right? Their mentality at that point was power to the people because that's where they started. Right. Right? But when you emerge and you grow into this monster mm. and you realize that, damn, it's not just black people buying our stuff. Right. And what do I Maybe. do? I mean, what it's do a I, hard, do? I think it's a really hard thing for a brand to balance because black folks have felt left out of the market for so long. The majority of products are not developed for them. They're developed for the majority. And then we use and them we- and hope that they work. So I think that when we get attached to things, that oh, this was made for me. It's like, oh, yeah. they're not made for me either. It's like, how do you balance that as a company that you... You know, like because, that transition. I mean, that's a hard thing to, to do right. It it is a hard thing to do right, but 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 the dope thing about Sundial is that is that it was the flip side. Mm. In the beginning, in the beginning in normal companies they make it for white women. Yeah. Right. Um, and then and then and then over time, uh what's the Pantene Pro V is a perfect example of that. Pantene mm. Pro V used to only be it wasn't for black hair. Now you got Pantene Pro V black with gold with gold writing and all this other stuff, right? Now with Shea Moisture, they were made for black people. Mm-hmm. Right? With their skincare, with their with with their with their lotions, with their hair care, all that stuff. But then they said, damn, we don't have to just be for black for black women. We can be for every woman, any woman. To me, that is dope. And, and, and us as black people should be proud of that. That they went from only being a black-owned business, or not black-owned business, but, but a company that only sells products mm-hmm. to black people, to being a company that sells products to everybody. Why? Because they made it. And we should celebrate that shit. Mm, uh, we should not. I don't know. I mean, that might you know? be where we disagree. I think that when we start to define making it by white people accepting our product. It's I not think It's not by white people accepting our product. It's by humans. Everybody. It's not about race. And that's my thing. And right. It's not about race. It's okay to be to have knowledge of yourself. It is okay to be proud of your blackness, Mm -hmm. but everything and especially in business should not be rate should not be based on race. I agree. I mean, I think I definitely agree that everything should not be based on race, but I think that it's also, we exist in a country 
that is based on race. I make the joke absolutely. all the time. Yeah, I say I say racism is as American as apple pie is, right? And, and, it, and it absolutely is. But so unfortunately, this, but, but race for goes this, to but for this, I guess what I'm saying is for this example, not that they made it because they could sell products to white people, but because they could sell products to Latina people, Asian people, white people, people. Mm-hmm. They weren't just making products for one sector of 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 the human of the human race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I, what I, I mean, right? I, I, and I get I get this idea of reach um, and wanting to scale, and a part of scale is is kind of growing through your demographic and wanting to make sure that you can get a you know large populations that are interested in using your product. So I, most of my business had on you want to appeal to as many people as possible. So you kind of start off with this very niche market. After you kind of get that market, you get their loyalty, you you grow. So right, I get that with my business hat on. I think with my history hat on, I think with my social justice hat on, um, I think with my consumer hat on, I have a, a different, I, I wonder what role does business have in being, if any, which maybe this isn't their role at all. Maybe you're a business and I your job is I don't is think to, it's their role. Yeah, and that, you know, and maybe <laughs> that is, that could be the the issue is like, maybe they don't have a role in this social they, justice conversation. They don't because because how can you how can you maintain especially for them because because they have no they have no desire to sell their company mm-hmm. right so so let's say let's say that just for simple numbers we know this isn't the truth but let's say the sundial was worth ten million dollars mm-hmm. ten million dollars how much do you think that it would it would cost to run a ten million dollar company mm, a lot <laughs> thank you uh-huh. so they, it's not sustainable, mm-hmm. right? You, you, if, 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 if your company costs, if your company is a $10 million company and it costs $9 million to run it, right? you got to have, you have to, you have to, to, to diversify your portfolio. I, I'm coming at you as a business owner. Yeah, this yeah. is all, this is all I do. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't see anything else mm, right mm. and and that could be to a fault but i this is all that i do i respect people that are in business for themselves and have succeeded i respect them so much because it is so hard you know what i mean mm, it is yes. so hard i mean you have to, yes it is not an easy job oh, oh not at all and there's so yeah. many sacrifices that these companies have to make and i think that you know we talked about this earlier i think consumers don't understand the process they don't, they don't understand the work that goes into to play. And, you know, one of my sensitive spots is sort of like, you know, even like your reflection of like, oh, I don't want to be like kind of in this black owned business category, because I think that right now that black owned business category has a lot of negative connotation to it because people yeah. think about, you know, the products that don't work the way that they're supposed to work or the customer service is off or the shipping is off or the packaging right. is off. And they, and people don't want to be, uh, they don't want to kind of be lumped into that, that, that group, which I understand. And a big piece of black and green is that we're showing people that there's high quality black owned products that meet Absolutely. the same standards that you would have, if not exceed them uh, for other products, right. you know? And so right. I, I, I get that there's this weird dichotomy in this, in this tug and this pull and trying to figure out as a, and you know, we, this is, might be just one area where we disagree with is that I, I do think that business owners have some sort of responsibility. Now, what that responsibility is, I'm not quite sure. But I think that in our country, when you make uh, money, economics talks. 
And so Mm -hmm. as a business owner that you're sitting at these tables, you have access to these conversations, you have access to these people, you have some responsibility. Now, how you use it, what that looks like, what that means. Yeah, but I don't, and I don't, and I don't, you know, I think that each company has to figure out what that means for them. I think for some companies, it might be, this is, you know, it it, it might be like a Solange album. This is for us and this is by us. Because I know that for so long, black women are marginalized. They don't feel like they have space that is theirs. They don't feel like they have products that are for them. And I think that there's an arm of folks who say, I'm creating for you. And that feels good to say, oh, wow, someone is creating for me. But I also think that there's space for women to say, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm creating, period. And and that's my space. Now, I'm very prideful in the fact that I am a black-owned business and I am doing it like I mean it. And I do have a, a fulfillment center and my people's shipments do get there on time. And if they don't, I say, I'm sorry and send them something free. You know what I mean? I I take pride in that part of my blackness, but Mm. I do not feel the need to only sell to that sector of people. And honestly, I don't know. I don't don't think that that's necessary. I think that that can handicap and limit businesses, right? So I don't think that, oh, simply, you know, like, oh, just because you're a white owned business, you can only sell to white folks. Like, like that, I don't think that inherently makes sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So I think we agree there. I think it's the mismatch between who you say you, it's authenticity who you say you are and what you're doing. And I think when you make Yeah, but switch, you just have to grow, that's sister. It. Yeah. yeah. You have right. to grow. Yeah. When you yeah. when you were 16 years old, you had a different ideal about who you were, yeah. where you yeah. stood in the world. Girl, and now that's now, that's you're, now you're now you're in your 30s, <laughs> yeah. right? Why why wouldn't businesses be the same? same. When you're a young mm-hmm. business, you do young shit, that's true. right? That's but true. then you but then you grow up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, now I'm an adult. Yeah. And now I see this, I see the world in a different it's way. It's grace, right? There's there has to be some some room yeah, for grace. Absolutely. To allow you, you, yeah. Companies and businesses to make uh, poor decisions or the wrong decisions or just change their mind. Shit, like that it, happens exa- sometimes. <laughs> exactly. But that's my point. Yeah. A young business operates very much in the way that a young person would. Mm-hmm. You make mistakes. You do. You you crawl before you you know you have to crawl before you walk. So consumers have to understand that when you start one way you can't make the promise that that shit's always going to be what it's going to be forever and ever no that you cannot do that you know that's that I mean that's a really good point and I think this is why you see so many companies that rebrand or remarket or get new packaging is so that they can if they want to kind of change directions they change direction under a new um under a new, under a new brand name, so that way it can feel fresh and new. I mean, but there's a lot exactly. in the ways of marketing, the ways that you can handle it. But I mean, it's interesting because I wrote a personal piece about the Shea Moisture, and the angle that I took on it was was kind of this idea that we're upset at Shea because kind of what we were talking about because they said in the beginning that they were for Black folks, and you feel like they they grew past that. I said, but how many of you Black owned businesses won't even say you're for Black folks now? So it's just right. like, you kind of like, it's, it's fraudulent in a sense. Like you're upset at them for doing something that as a black owned business, you won't even do. So exactly. <laughs> it's like, I just, yeah. I just have so much respect for them. Yeah. I, 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 nobody will ever hear me say anything bad for them because yeah. I, I mean, I didn't like the commercial that they did, but you know what? He wrote a fucking personal letter mm. and, 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 and then, and then reverted it. You know, people make mistakes. Things happen. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's you know perfect. what I mean? I mean, I really and appreciate so, your your uh, your view on this. I think that for um in in kind of like expanding 
a lot of the conditioning of, of the way that we think about blackness and business and being a woman. And, and I think that for a lot of folks, they use those facts as uh, boundaries that because yeah. I'm a woman or because I'm black, I cannot do. And so I nah, really appreciate your that, voice of saying, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> you can do it. You, you can, can do, do anything. Yeah. You can do anything, mm. anything you put your mind and attention yes. and dedication to. Yes. You can do anything. Anything. Yeah. It does not matter what color you are. Mm. It does not matter what sex you are. You can be anything you want to be if you are willing to do the work. Yes. And on that, we're going to have to drop the mic. B, thank you so much <laughs> for joining us. I mean, this has been so much fun. I will be inviting you back to talk to you as much as you will give me time in your schedule. Um, I really appreciate it. I think that this is going to be really helpful to our listeners who are not only buying your products, um, but a lot of them are looking to build their own business. And so I think that you made it really clear that stop with the excuses. Like, yeah, you know, man. Don't nobody have time for that shit. Yes. Just, just get focused <laughs> and, and be intentional about what you're doing. Absolutely. You know? So head over to Black yeah. and Green and purchase, purchase your honey pot. Um, I love their products. There's really no reason for you not to be purchasing these products from Honey Pots. Get a, get rid of all those toxic ingredients you're putting on your vagina. So yes. we'll, we'll check you uh, next week. Um, come back with the Black and Green Podcast. Thank you. Dope. Thanks for being a part of our journey and listening to the Black and Green Podcast. Tune in next week when we feature another Black woman artisan who creates all-natural products. You can buy products to support our artisans at blkgrn.com and check us out on all social media at BLK and GRN. Make sure you like and share our podcast with your friends. Until next time, buy Black and live green.